0: Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Schillens and Brad Forsythe. A
1: few years back, we had the opportunity to interview David Weigelt, co-author of Dot Boom, Marketing to Baby Boomers, Through meaningful online engagement, David is the co-founder and partner of Immersion Active, the only internet marketing agency in the United States focused solely on the baby boomer and senior markets for folks like AARP, Dell Web, and a whole bunch more. Advertising Show is an encore show for you, being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. Enjoy. Enjoy.
0: You're listening to The Advertising Show with Ray Schillens and Brad Forsyth. Double
1: As promised, we are back with the advertising show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. We're talking with uh, David Weigelt, who is, uh, amongst other things, uh, an, an agency guy. Immersion Active is the agency, but he is the, uh, the co-author of a book called Dot Boom, Marketing to Baby Boomers Through Meaningful Online Engagement. We're going to find all about that. Man, what a perfect time uh, of our, our generation in marketing and such to, uh, to find a, a book like this. So, uh, David, welcome to the show. It's uh, great to have you here.
2: Hey, thank you very much for having me.
3: Yeah, David, uh, your your foreword written by David Wolf, he praises Dot Boom as the only book devoted to online marketing for consumers aged 50 and older, and I'm curious, with such a large percentage of the consumer market defined as boomers, where, where do you think this market has been largely ignored?
2: You know, I, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I think our industry, obviously, is very young, and so there's not a whole lot of sex appeal to... To going after them but then there's just a, a ton of myths surrounding whether they're online at all and then certainly if if you acknowledge that they're online their their level of engagement um so there's there's just a whole lot of factors that feed into that
3: yes and all and yet it has a, a huge potential you you're not the first uh, author that we've had on the show that uh, has written about the boomer market but I think you are the f- first author that we've had that focused totally on the online activity of the boomer and uh, you know early, bo- early on in your book you say the older the consumer population the more likely the results of survey style research is flawed tell me a little bit more about this idea
2: Yeah, so that's based on um, a a lot of our work and uh, this this DRM model that we use, which is a developmental model to understanding adults and how we go through seasons of life and how that predisposes us to act in certain ways and affects our motivations. The the DRM philosophy is based on the work of Maslow, Eric Erickson, Carl Jung, and then David Wolf, who is ultimately a mentor uh, uh, for our company. What happens is, is we shift from the first half of life to the second half of life. We go from being um, more kind of um, absolute thinkers, black and white thinkers, to to um, thinking more in terms, uh, more in grays in shades of gray. And so you can see where that would be problematic when an older adult is presented with a series of um, choices. They're inclined to say, "Well, it, it depends," you know. Um, and so that makes it very tough for certain types of surveys and research to um, be accurate with older adults.
3: And, you know, with Ray getting a little older, I try not to use the word depends very much because he tends to <laughs> think of that as a brand name rather than a... Uh, they're, my,
1: they're my friend, okay? <laughs> yes. No, I'm joking.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you mentioned engagement big, earlier. Big, big business, yeah, it really is. David, you mentioned engagement earlier. It's one of those buzzwords uh, that fly around within our industry quite often. However, many are unable to agree on a common definition. How would you define engagement, and in particular for the boomer-specific market?
2: Yep. I mean, this is one of the, the we think, one of the best outcomes of um, this process we've been through in terms of focusing on these consumers, and we define it as the exchange of information within a topic. So that that's our definition of engagement, and um, we take a holistic approach to that. We're trying to measure both online and, and offline measures. But most importantly, we're trying to get away from, you know, what's commonly referred to as the, the last ad, you know, the, the last click, um, which is a suggestion that we take a very transactional approach and we attribute 100% of someone's action to, you know, the last thing that they clicked on.
3: So is there a different way to engage with uh, an older consumer than, say, a 30-year-old?
2: There absolutely is. I mean, there's a lot of keys to that. Um, The the biggest, one of the biggest um, things that we see being done incorrectly out there is when companies are um, committing dollars and resources to engaging boomers and seniors online, they're trying to engage them as creators. So um, if you guys have I would imagine be familiar with Groundswell and Forrester's work. Mm -hmm. They have their social technographics ladder, and at the top of that ladder apparently the pinnacle user is the creator. Well, in reality, only 12% of uh, adults 50-plus are creators, and so you have to acknowledge that and say, well, we we need to kind of mirror their engagement, and what we do to mirror that engagement is to um, inspire and encourage sharing um, between the different influencers that we're targeting.
3: You know, in your book, Shifting Gears for a Moment, you say that most boomers will not only find ways to meet their base needs, but they also find a way to maintain the lifestyles that they've become accustomed to. Most uh, most marketers, I believe, and just the population in general, I think when they think of a person aging and becoming, you know, close to retiring or post, post-retirement, they tend to think of a, a lifestyle change, maybe a, a lesser of spending, a... Uh, Maybe consumerism drops a bit, but you're suggesting otherwise
2: yeah, I mean you know again to the myths, um, one, one of the big ones is that they are brand loyal, and so when you look at the boomers, especially, there have been a lot of there's been a lot of research most recently done by ARP that suggests you know they they are not brand loyal like their parents were, and they are more than willing and looking for um, you know better experiences that offer value, and certainly You know, I think the the past 18 months has been a a great test of this where we've seen, um, you know, the the new frugality, as they call it, kind of revealed. And that is, you know, they've cut back in certain areas, but they're still spending and they're still maintaining that lifestyle. They're just doing it in in different ways. Um, You know, instead of um, taking a family on a cruise, they might be doing something more, you know, centered around the home in terms of pulling the family together.
1: So things have changed just a little bit here as we've gone through this uh, economic uh, downturn, but it's interesting to see. You know, obviously, I'm a target of what you're talking about as well, David. Uh, Dot Boom is the uh, is the uh, book. It's called Marketing to Baby Boomers Through Meaningful Online Engagement. How does that affect you? How does that affect your advertiser or your product or service? We'll find out more here in just a minute on the Advertising Show.
4: To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.
0: Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. I drink Dr. Pepper and I'm proud. I used to be alone in a crowd. But now you look around these
4: days. Be
1: this is good play. stuff in the book here. It's dot-boom, marketing to uh, baby boomers through meaningful online engagement. David Wygell is our special guest out of Frederick, Maryland, the, uh, I have to say the home of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Even this is not a pilot show. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's fun to mention that. So, David, it's a pleasure to have you here. Welcome back. Hey, thank you.
3: Yeah, you guys, uh, I guess you and your partner uh, coined a term called "ageless marketing," which flies in the face of what most traditional marketers think when it comes to marketing. We're accustomed to dealing with demographics and so forth. So tell us what is ageless marketing?
2: You bet, so again, I want to give credit where credits due. The concept of ageless marketing" was coined back in 1990 um, again by this gentleman, David Wolfe, who is about 78 years old, lives. Um, actually about 40 minutes from us in uh, Leesburg, Virginia, another aviation uh, hub. Mm-hmm. And um, the the concept of ag- ageless marketing is that, you know, with all of the media fragmentation, um, with all of the different concurrent life events that any generation has going on, but boomers especially have more concurrent life events than, than any going on, we need an approach that is inclusive as opposed to exclusive. And so, ageless marketing looks to kind of get to the core of who we are from a principles of, of human behavior, and say, say, how can we appeal to a group in a deeper, in a more meaningful relationship that also cast that net wider? So, even though we're an agency that's focused on the boomer and senior markets, uh, our, our approach uh, DRM combined with our Mo process allows us to really deploy our campaigns. And have a a broader reach. And this is really important for us because most of the clients that come to us, they have a a senior end consumer with a boomer decision maker who often has an adult child who is helping in the research process as well. Hmm. So that's why we felt like this approach was really important.
3: Well, let me throw out some categories for you, David, and tap your your wonderful brain with regard to some of... uh, The differences as well as maybe some of the, I don't know, misconceptions about the boomer and senior market when it comes to starting with social media. Just taking that subject for a moment, I think most people, when they think of social media, they think of... Uh, young kids, uh, online trading stories and pictures and where they went for summer vacation and maybe young adults as well. And I think social media is not something normally associated with the 50-plus market, certainly not with the senior market. So is this uh, a fair assessment or what would we be surprised to learn about the 50-plus or the senior market when it comes to social media? Yeah,
2: I mean, this, I mean p- great question. Uh, what you're suggesting is very commonly thought to be the case. The reality is, exactly 12 months ago, um, CNN's homepage reflected, and it was pretty widespread news, that women 55-plus, actually the fastest-growing group of users on Facebook. When it comes to Twitter, New York Times has reported, as a lot of others have, that it's not the teens, it's adults 45-plus. So, you know, adults in the second half of life are very engaged in social media, but I think marketers have to be really careful, because... They've been dipping their toe into it, trying to figure it out and so forth. But again, like I said in the last segment, the way that they engage is very different, and the reasons that they engage are very different. So they're largely getting involved with this because they want to stay connected. Um, and you have to kind of acknowledge that, and then again, acknowledge, you know, most people would say they're kind of sitting on the sidelines, but that doesn't make them without worth. They're sitting there, they're sharing in, in different ways other than creating content. But when you do see them creating content and having exchanges online, what I can tell you and you'll see on any of the great sites out there that, that target this audience, whether it's uh, Eons or Vibrant Nation, um, Third Age, is that the conversations are much more meaningful. You know, it's not this shorthand gibberish back and forth. Um, they're real conversations going back and forth. So there's also a great opportunity for brands to listen, which is, I know something that we're just catching on to.
3: <laughs> Sadly. Enlighten us a little bit on, on rich media and the 50-plus market. I know Ray and I have used rich media for many years, although we tend to be a bit ahead of the curve, I'm sure. And yet uh, you suggest that rich media is something that's not just for the young people, not unlike social media.
2: Yeah, um, great great point as well. This was one of the things I think that shocked us most. So we've been in business since ninety eight. We narrowed our focus, um, you know, about four and a half, five years ago. And one of the first bits of research that we did as part of some usability testing for one of our senior living clients um, had to do with rich media. And what we found out was uh, we had a a site developed by a senior living community that had a total, you know, flash interface and and a lot of video. And that site scored much higher than your traditional HTML site. And the bottom line, what we found was, you know, in It's kind of obvious when you think about it. We're talking about, when it comes to boomers, the TV generation. And so you're also talking about a generation, you know, uh, an age group, whether it's the boomers or the seniors, that, uh, you know, might not be as comfortable with the the newest technology or gadgets online. And so this notion of being able to open your browser and, um, you know, start a rich media experience that's going to take your hand and and lead you through it is very powerful. Rich video is actually being more fastly adopted now by adults 70 plus than younger adults Terrific. and the last point i would make is that um... why we really really love it uh, two things one is there's no better way to make an emotional connection which is absolutely essential um... to do really quick when you're dealing with an older consumer and the shareability factor again they're not out there creating content like younger adults but they're more than willing to share a video
1: the uh, book is called uh, Dot Boom, Marketing to Baby Boomers Through Meaningful Online Engagement. And with us on the phone out of Frederick, Maryland, is uh, David Weichelt, the co-author of the book, along with Jonathan Bowman. Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth here with uh, more coming up in just a moment. Stay with us.
4: Can 18 different companies all sell the exact same thing known as water. It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most thought-provoking, groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. Your job demands you not only have good ideas, but great ideas. And those great ideas have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com. How can you get someone's attention if you don't have $10 million in a celebrity endorsement? It starts here in Advertising Age, the leading source for marketing, advertising, media, and ideas. For almost 75 years, we've covered the most innovative and groundbreaking stories in the industry, giving you the competitive edge to be a leader. The next big idea demands out-of-the-box thinking. Start your search for greatness in the pages of Advertising Age and also online at adage.com.
0: Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Here
1: are some most happy fellas, the four lads for four. You know, I actually got engaged in this conversation here about dot uh, about, uh, Boom uh, just about uh, oh, not, uh, 20 minutes ago here, so I'm, I'm uh, with everybody here listening it's uh david weigel who's the author co-author actually of dot boom marketing to baby boomers through meaningful online engagement this is good stuff david uh, thanks for putting it down on paper and hopefully lots of folks will buy the book
2: hey thank you very much it's um it's been great you know i've listened to some of your past authors on here and you know with your your first book it's it's always a challenge it doesn't go as fast as you want but the reviews have been fantastic. And what's been interesting is not only from marketers, but from gerontologists and, and even the end consumer. And there's a lot of boomer entrepreneurs out there looking to do stuff online for their own audience. So it's,
1: it's been very rewarding. Also, I want to mention the website once again, dot boombook.com. It's dot boombook.com. Go ahead, Brett.
3: Yeah, it's a very interesting read, and uh, as maybe you've heard uh, since you are a follower of the show, we don't have authors just because they send us books. We have authors on that have wonderful topics, and your book certainly is one of them, David, so thanks for joining us. By the way, uh, we've had many guests talk about trust. What important trust is to from a marketing standpoint. We all know that. Share with us, David, your thoughts about what trust means to boomers and how marketers uh, can build and maintain consumer trust when targeting this market.
2: Yeah, you bet. I know that's um, it's almost trite the extent to which people refer to the, the need for trust. The reason that trust is so important with an older consumer is that one, um, we are de- very dependent on word of mouth and the sharing that that happens, like we've discussed, and. Um, the, the second thing is that as we get um, older, and this is a relative thing, we tend to, to make more decisions from the gut, and the reason for that is that we have a lifetime's worth of experience, and we become more whole-brain thinkers. So whether you, as a young adult you're right or left-brain thinker, you become more of a whole-brain thinker, and the bottom line is we're able to more quickly as an older adult take the context of something, whether it's a banner ad on a page. Um, you know, or or a a text ad or a blog post. And we're able to quickly, with what's surrounding it, put it into context and and make a snap decision and say, hey, I trust this or or I don't. So it's a huge factor. You know, authenticity is what everybody's talking about right now. And we can't stress that enough, especially with uh, social media.
3: You offer an interesting tip in your book, which is use nostalgia appropriately. Let's start with, when nostalgia is inappropriate, David. Right.
2: Yeah, um, you, you see a lot of commercials that are trying to appeal to the Woodstock generation or, you know, a group that was supposedly politically radical. And the reality is that the average boomer was about 12 years old, sitting up at the kitchen table still eating milk and cookies <laughs> when Woodstock happened. And only 13 to 15%, I think, is the statistic of uh, boomers were ever politically active in, in, any, form, in any way. So we're very—we we tell people to be very cautious about jumping on a bandwagon where um, you're trying to appeal to the cohort effect. This is 78 million people um, spread over 20 years, and it's just simply too too large of a, a group to do that. Where it is powerful is where when you're engaging um, the senses. So we think that um, music is a good example because it can trigger a physiological reaction, um, positive or negative. So you still have to be careful, but. Um, It's a tricky
1: one. And a lot of advertisers are turning to that as well. I I hate to say this, but guys, we're out of time here. Uh, Tell you what, go get the book. Read it. It's in here. And it's called Dot Boom, Marketing to Baby Boomers Through Meaningful Online Engagement. You can go online and find out more about it, too, at dot com. But, David, great book. Thank you for writing it. And uh, best best of luck as you sell this. The Advertising Show is powered by a really cool platform called Tendency. Tendency Tendency.com. Check it out. They do a great job and have been doing a wonderful job with the Advertising Show for several years now. Advertising Show is brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com, the Advertising Show. A copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production, and we will talk to you again soon.
4: To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.